Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Hustle with Heart podcast. This is Erin here again, the Hustle with Heart coach and your host for the podcast, Tailor Made for Women, who want to bridge faith and business to experience grace over grind, surrender over self-reliance, peace over perfection, and focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. If you're wondering if it's even possible to do all that and still build a thriving business, the answer is yes. In this podcast, I'll bring you practical tips and godly insights so you can do just that. Plus, we'll have some great guests and a whole lot of fun together. If that sounds like you, then you're in the right place. And if you're ready to pursue success God's way, let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Hustle with Heart podcast. I am so excited to see how much feedback I'm getting from taking us back to the basics of pursuing success God's way and what that means for us as women in business. And the reason I'm going backwards is because we've had so many new followers of the podcast and social media, but also because we're gearing up for the start of the next Hustle with Heart Live course, which is a seven-week course that really unpacks this book, Pursuing Success, God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. Um, and it starts tomorrow night, the 16th of February. So you're listening to this. It's February 15th. You have until 9 p.m. tonight to register for the course. So don't miss out. We already have some people who reserved their spots because they were on the waiting list. So absolutely don't miss out. All right. So let's dig in. Last week, we talked about the first two of five principles for Hustle with Heart. So why are there principles? Well, first and foremost, if you were going to be building a skyscraper, you need to survey the ground that you're building it on, right? You need to understand that that ground is sturdy and steadfast and unchanging as much as possible. You need to understand that you have um, bedrock, right? And in the first part of the book, I talk about that bedrock for us is that God is God and we are not, right? Uh, Exodus, the first commandment is, I am the Lord your God, you shall have no other gods before me. So that is our bedrock. The principles then become the foundation, the integral basis for the skyscraper that you're going to build. So these principles are key and in our next episode, we'll talk about what that, what that action looks like, but the principles are key because without them, you don't have a foundation to build upon. You don't have a foundation strong enough to withstand the world's backlash and chaos and pushback when you start to shift to pursue success God's way. And that's why these principles are so important. So we talked about having uh, faith and trust, right? Faith is the belief and trust is the action to take the step in belief and yielding your fruit. And remember, we talked about an apple doesn't cry out to be an orange tree and produce oranges, nor does a clementine tree cry out to produce blood oranges, right? And so what God has given me to do is different than what he's given you to do, is different what he's given someone else to do. But we've got to learn that yielding our fruit is most important. So this next principle, I actually think when I do the second edition of the book later this year, I'm going to switch these up because I feel like faith and trust has to come first. And then this next one, which is surrender. You know, in working with women to bridge faith and business and truly leverage God as their most powerful business partner, what they experience is surrender over self-reliance. 
You heard this in the introduction to the podcast, grace over grind, peace over perfection, focus and fulfillment over frustration and FOMO. And please know, I mean no disrespect to the Lord in saying that we leverage him. What I mean is we put him fully in charge and let him lead us, but we're very often overlooking that because we think we have to do it ourselves. And this piece about surrender is so critical because the world wants us to listen to the noise of like boss babe and mom boss and go make it happen and rah. And I realize that that ruffles some feathers because it's incredibly popular among women in business and entrepreneurs to, to make that our battle cry. But I would argue that that battle cry actually puts more pressure on us. It puts more pressure on us to perform. It puts more pressure on us to be perfect. It puts more pressure on us to shoulder everything about our business and embrace the mantra of, if it is to be, it's up to me. I like to say, if it is to be, it's up to he. Because as God-centered entrepreneurs, we have to surrender our hands from the wheel and give it to him. There's a couple of things that come up for us in this surrender. As we begin to surrender this, we're going to hear the enemy shout out at us. Things like, you're not enough. You're not doing enough. You don't want it badly enough. You're not working hard enough. You're not focused enough. And that's a lie from the pit of hell. The second thing is that this is not apathy. It's surrender. And there's a difference between surrender and apathy. My friend, Dr. Sherry, who has a podcast, Thriving Thoughts, go check that out. Um, as I w she was helping me edit the book, we were talking about this difference between surrender and apathy, and I hadn't thought about it that way. But oftentimes when we're surrendering and we start to feel the push of the world questioning what we're doing, we can have people say things like, oh, you don't care anymore. Oh, you're lazy. Or in our mind, we hear this, right? This is not apathy. I would argue, in fact, that surrender brings us more clarity and more focus on where God wants us to go. So it's laser focusing our business. The other thing that I, I feel like we miss um, in Psalm 46.10, it says, be still and know. And in helping women bridge biz, business, faith and business, that, that verse is so important because it's about a ceasing striving. That's what be still means in the Hebrew, cease striving. Um, it means untying our identity from the accomplishments and the achievements and the titles and the income and the stuff and anchoring it in the vine, right? Um, and it means releasing the world's definition of success. And that can be really hard because the world clamors for our attention and we as women, you know, I am woman, hear me roar. Um, we feel like if we're not walking that out, then we must be weak and that we're not powerful when we're really powerful in the Lord. That, I mean, that's the bottom line right there. Uh, when my kids were little, I often joked that I was going to write a book called The Keeper of Information. And all of the moms out there will get this because we're the ones that know. We know who likes what for lunch. We know who gets what medicine when. And at the time, I was traveling about 70% of the time in my corporate life. And so I had this long instruction list for my husband for my, for the grandparents, for our babysitters to say like, here's what Haley gets for lunch. Here's when Cameron takes her medicine. I was the keeper of information. And I think that we, in surrendering and, and looking beyond the mantras of the world about, you know, powerful women, um, that it's hard for us to let go of that responsibility 
you know, there's, there's some, there's a little bit of um, swagger with knowing that we have to be willing to surrender that. The next principle is focus over FOMO. So if you don't know what FOMO is, it's the fear of missing out. There's plenty of marketing around it. In fact, I used it just now. You don't want to miss out on the live course. Let's be honest, right? But what the FOMO that I'm talking about is this FOMO of, well, I have to do it that way because look at the success they're having. Or, oh, the grass is so much greener over there and not here. Or if I slow down and I surrender to the Lord and I do it his way, what if, what if I don't reach my goals in time? What if I don't make the, make the money that I wanted to make? Right? That FOMO. And here's what I would tell you. In Psalm 34.10, it says, The young lions suffer want and hunger, but those who seek the Lord lack no good thing. If we are focused on seeking his way, if we are focused on pursuing success his way, we will lack no good thing. Does that mean it'll look exactly like we wanted to? Probably not. Does that mean it will happen in the timing that we want? No. Does that mean it would happen at all the way we planned? No. But we will lack no good thing. Trust me when I tell you, sitting here doing a podcast, creating the Hustle with Heart Coach brand, writing this book, um, running my live course, running my personal lives coaching and my group coaching, that was not my plan. 10 years ago, when I started, almost 11 years ago, when I started as an entrepreneur, I had my health and wellness business with a network marketing company. And that was my path. Therein was part of the problem because I was making it an idol and it was going to be my savior. But that was my path to success. This was not a blip on the radar screen or a sparkle in my eye, (laughs) but it was God's. It was God's. So I had to get focused. And when I started focusing in this direction, let me tell you the FOMO I had. Watching people move forward in in their wellness business, watching people have great success, watching people be on the stage and me going, Lord, Where's my stage? And feeling the Holy Spirit say, that's not your stage, my daughter. (laughs) Didn't quite sound that way. But my point is this. To release that FOMO, we've got to focus. One acronym, if that's the right word, for focus is is, uh, focus on one course until successful. I believe if Jesus were defining focus, he would say, um, it would say focused on Christ until steady, right? Until we feel steady. But I also believe that he would define FOMO as focus on me only. Focus on me only. And in our faith, God expects us to surrender. He wants us to surrender because he wants us to follow his way. Um, A coach that I work with, Jennifer Allwood, says that God's love language is obedience. So he wants us to be obedient. And being obedient takes focus. This is what God said to Joshua. Do not turn to the right hand or the left. He was instructing him to put on his blinders and focus straight ahead. And how did he tell Joshua to focus? By meditating on the word day and night, which means that that takes focus, discipline, and consistency. And and what did he tell him would happen if he stopped looking left and right and meditated on the word day and night? 
he said, you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success. That's in Joshua 1. Incredibly important to be focused over FOMO. So that's principle four. The last principle of hustle with heart is all about who gets the credit. Who gets the credit? I remember having conversations with my um, with uh, one of the mentors in my business, not the Velvet Hammer, whom I fondly refer to in the book as the one who, you know, really helped me shift directions and brought me to Christ. And again, my story, not necessarily yours. Um, but I remember having a conversation with a mentor and she would give me a compliment and I would say, praise be to God. And she would say, but no, 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 you did the work. And I would say, all glory to God. And she would say, why are you denying yourself the credit? Um, because God gave me this business and he equipped me to do it and he enabled me and he aligned the resources and he aligned the people giving glory where glory is due. This is not about us. In Colossians 3, 23 and 24, it says, let me get to the page. Whatever you do, this is 23, do it heartily as to the Lord and not to men. So if that is the case, and if we are believing in his word, then we know that all of our action and effort, all of our work is to be done for the Lord, not for people. It is to be done for the Lord and not for people, not for the world, not for the world's accolades, not for the world's recognition. Now, this doesn't mean that we don't celebrate when we achieve things. The Lord wants us to celebrate. He wants us to enjoy the fruits of our labors. He tells us that in the word. But our celebration is not just about us. It's about an opportunity to point up. I remember when I was writing this, um, some friends of mine in, in my network marketing wellness business, I was watching our global training conference online. And I remember that um, one of my friends took the stage and in taking the stage, she immediately pointed up. And I know this friend to be an incredible woman and mentor of faith. She was giving God the glory, even in her celebration. We need to glorify him, not for the big things all the time, all the time, the big things, but not only the big things, the small things too, the everyday moments. Let us not wait for that moment on stage to give him the glory. I don't believe for a second that if you don't reach the stage that you haven't succeeded enough to please the Lord. Mm -mm, that's not true. The Lord is infinitely pleased with you. His love language is obedience. He just wants to see you obeying. Why? Because he has so much in store for you. And number one, because obeying him as our creator is honoring the creation. It's honoring his work. It's honoring who he is as our all-powerful sovereign Lord. The bottom line is giving him the credit is the ultimate way that we say thank you to him. So there you go. Those are the five principles from last week and this week. Yield your fruit, have faith and trust, surrender, focus over FOMO, and give glory where glory is due. So get down below. Let me know in the show notes what you think about this. Please be sure you subscribe to the podcast. So when it comes out every Monday, you've got it first thing in the morning. 
And thank you for tuning in. Do me a favor, share this with someone who could use these principles and don't miss out on registering for the live course by nine o'clock tonight. All right, I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray it brings you value as you build a thriving business with God as your most powerful business partner. I get so excited by your shout outs on social media. So when you shout out for the podcast, please tag me and tag a friend. Follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach and on Instagram as Erin Harrigan Entrepreneur. For all things Hustle with Heart, visit my website in the show notes and pick up your free coaching tool today. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of pursuing success God's way in your business and that it will produce much fruit and impact his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine.